intercepted. Yes, it is. And Columbia has knocked off Harvard. Welcome back to the Captain's Corner podcast presented by Jag Physical Therapy. We finally got our OG crew back at it this week, Aaliyah. Thanks for uh, hopping back on after a week off last week. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm happy to be back and uh, back with the, the gang. Yeah, we appreciate Mike Qualsey filling in. I think he filled in for three straight weeks, I think it was, or at least two. But he did a great job filling in. So, But good to be back at it as a crew. Um, we have all four captains back on again, and we are reacting to a 20-9 to loss to Dartmouth on the road last Saturday. Um, I'm going to start off and throw things to Caden, who I know was battling injuries mm-hmm. um, leading up to the contest, obviously, and then um, Joe Green um, stepping in in the QB1 role. I know he's a good friend of yours, so yes. I just want you to kind of talk about um, how the process went and just how your what your mindset's at and how you're feeling. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think the quarterback room as a whole is a very close-knit group, and I think Joe and I, over the three years that we've been in the room together, have developed a very, very close relationship. Um, and uh, they called his number this week, and uh, he was ready to go. I thought that he played extremely well. Um, I thought he threw the ball down the field well, um, you know, took took control of the offense, um, did a great job doing that. Um, so yeah, I was ha- I was happy I was happy for him. I was happy um, that he, that he got a shot, and I was happy that um, he played as well as he did. Uh, and, and like I said, made some made some big plays down the field for us. So that was awesome to see. And um, yeah, uh, th- that's all pretty much I have to say uh, about that. And. Uh, uh, you know, it was it was great. It was great to see him go out there and sling it. I know that he's been battling his his shoulder injury, and and uh, to see him go out there and, and play like he did was great to see. So, yeah, and, and that similar kind of topic, I kind of want to talk to Luke too. Um, I don't really know anything about this, so I'm just curious your perspective. Is it different playing left tackle for a different quarterback? Do you have to have a different mindset, a different cadence? Just curious what you have to say about that. Uh, I mean, there's like. There's like certain, yeah. There's a little difference. You don't think about it a ton. Like you kind of rely on your basic technique, but there's little, there's little um, intricacies. Uh, you know, Caden. Uh, yeah, Caden is a little bit, I would say, maybe a little more mobile in the pocket. So he makes plays with his legs. Um, but Joe, Joe, you know, steps up a little bit more. Um, so, like, there's not a ton of differences, nothing that I really think about. But, like, you watch a film, you can see it a little bit. But, um, I mean, you really just kind of – you can't really think about that too much when you're blocking. You kind of just rely on your technique. Fall back into the basics. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can't, like, maybe once or twice a game the differences in their play style in terms of blocking will show. Not enough to where you ever really think about it as an offensive lineman. Um, I would like to just continue on with Luke. So, obviously, Caden is – a captain for reasons outside of obviously what he can do on the field. So um, regardless of injuries, like what, what do you think of him as a leader, you know, when he is working through injuries and, you know, maybe having to lead a different way? Yeah. I mean, so Caden, Caden does a great job that he was at practice all week, you know, with the quarterbacks on the field, helping Joe get through reads, telling him what he saw. And like, you know, 
this is, I think, this is such an important part, and, you know, Kaden does it well. Is The quarterbacks know our offense, you know, better than anyone besides the coaches. So what he sees during the game, being able to relay that to Joe and the rest of our team is incredibly important. I think he did a good job of that on Saturday and just staying locked in as well um, throughout the game, which can be, you know, a hard thing to do when you know you're not going to get in because of injuries. So, uh, yeah, I think that speaks to his leadership. I mean, being able to be locked in and you tell Joe what he's seeing when he comes off the field um, is, is very important and I think help, help with some of our efficiency in the pass game on Saturday. And sticking on the offensive side of the ball for right now, we could hear from everybody on this, um, but another um, injury was uh, to your starting running back, Joey Georgie. Um, and Malcolm Terry filled in admirably, if I had to say so myself. Uh, but I'd love to hear from all of you just on, you know, how important it was for him to step up in that game. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think Malcolm did a did a fantastic job. I mean, his workload on Saturday was huge. He had, you know, half a dozen receptions along with, I don't even know how much, probably 20-plus carries as well. So the fact that he, he performed the level he did with just the workload he got was very impressive. And, you know, he was my – unsung hero I think for Georgetown and you know I think what I said then applies now he runs incredibly hard he practices hard he plays hard and so when he gets his opportunity you know it's no different than any other rep that he gets he got a couple more on Saturday but you know he he did he played just as he always does which you know is really well and I think it's also a luxury to be able to have that that depth in our room where you know, one guy's hurt and the next guy goes in and there's not a real drop not a real drop off in terms of the quality on the field. Yeah, it's seventeen carries for sixty three yards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh when you think of when you think of our running back room this season, uh the first word that, that comes to mind is consistency and, and I think that those three guys along with other guys that have had their had their name called, um, have been extremely consistent, um, both in the run game and the pass game. Um, and, and Malcolm Terry exemplified that on, on Saturday, both on the ground and, and uh, made his mark known in the passing game. And then something that, that not a lot of uh, fans see is, is some of the pickups that he makes in, in, in the pass game as, as a pass blocker. So um, it was awesome to see Malcolm Terry, um, you know, assume that running back one ro role um, and play as well as he did. Uh, he runs extremely hard. He's extremely, extremely strong um, and, and made some nice plays with the ball in his hand. And it was great to see. Yeah, just to add on to that. I mean, no, on the defensive side, I don't think anybody was surprised, like, uh, to see him have success uh, with the ball in his hands. You know, it's a luxury when an RL Ivy back, who's a really special player, um, goes down, and we have a guy to step into that role and uh, take all those touches and uh, be productive with them. So, like, we, you know, we weren't surprised uh, to see him have success with the ball in his hands. Um, and it was great to see. A guy just kind of bide his time and take advantage of his opportunity. Um, on top of that, um, even though Malcolm played all those snaps and he was still on uh, the Alpha squad or the, the, the punt squad with um, with me and Luke, and uh, I think you got Alpha reps, uh, CJ. Nah, I almost did. He, yeah. he stayed out there. Yeah. So yeah. So M Malcolm stayed out there with us, which is a kind of a testament to what he does for the team just as, as a whole. Um, great special teamer, and obviously everybody saw it. Great offensive player too. So. Yeah, shout out Malcolm. Like Pat said, like the fact that he does all that, still on Alpha, still on KOR, um, still on kickoff, is just a testament to the work he puts in. Like, definitely like one of the hardest workers uh, that I know. Like, nothing ever stops his motor. His motor is just always on, whether it be a camp rep, a practice rep, weight room rep, 
anything. Like his motor's on. And that's something I respect from him and try to implement into my game and my methodology. Um, it's just his work ethic and it showed. So one thing I want to talk about with the defense, I feel like we've mentioned it a lot on this podcast, and you know, you guys have different reactions to it. Um, but we're now we're now six weeks into the season, three conference games, and yet you guys still lead the nation in red zone defense and uh, scoring defense. So, listen, you guys have talked about it. You said it might have been a little inflated, whatever. But now at this point, I'm starting to feel like it's at least a little – it means something. It does. So um, I'd love to hear what you guys have to say about it now, you know. It means something, definitely. Like, it's good to know that, um, like, obviously our record doesn't, like, really reflect – necessarily like what a top defense would produce and it's good to let you know that, like that you're not like necessarily like crazy and be like hold on did we play good but at the same time you look on the film and there's so much that we leave out there week after week and it's so frustrating the fact that we could really be top of the nation and like how, how points we score turnovers we get like takeaways we're below average and we get our hands and opportunities on so many. like we had a forced fumble last week went around a pot we didn't get it a couple drop picks couple tip balls that nobody caught and like it was good when ab caught a couple in uh in maris but we have five takeaways but we got to do that consistently game after game after game and it's so so frustrating when you watch film and see how many times we could have gave offense short field position how many times we could have took one back ourselves how many times key moments and drives that we could have took to where they might have kicked the field goal they might have scored so for us it's just like we're never satisfied like even our unit meeting on sunday like there was no uh Hey, hey guys, here's your flowers. It was, hey, this is what we need to do better. And, like, we feel it because we know we can be better than what we're doing. So, like, I, I would say, like, those stats are cool to let you know, like, you are doing something right. But at the same time, if you watch the film like any of us, we just hold ourselves to a higher standard of that. Uh, and the quality of the product is a reflection of the commitment of the crew. So, obviously, we need to do a little bit more committed on the side of taking that ball away and feel like we're entitled to it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, that's something we take pride in. Like, there's no secret. Um, it's something we we keep an eye on and we we want to keep that going like it's a uh, it's a cool thing uh to have uh your name attached to and everybody on the defense is locked in to, to keep keeping that going moving forward um the thing i'm proud of about our defense and i don't think we played that great on saturday and, and the film showed that um and we went through and made our corrections but um i think a good sign is nobody thinks we played our best game on saturday on the defensive side and we still gave up 13 points um, on D, which uh, um, I think is a good sign for to, to be a, a good a good defense. So I'm proud of that. The other thing I'm proud of is back-to-back weeks we played um, two very different offenses and two really really good offenses. Penn and and Dartmouth, um, they they're pretty much uh, they're opposites, but ve- both very effective. Dartmouth's really heavy on the ground. Penn through the air, um, and you know we 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 turned in solid performances um, in both and. Um, I think that's a good sign uh, of, of a defense that that's pretty good. So I'm proud of that, um, and I'm proud of the fact that we're the number one scoring defense right now. Um, but the other thing that I want to highlight and um, we've highlighted uh, as a unit is all of our losses this year, we've we've uh, had to lead at some point in the game. So, you know, um, if the defense steps up at the right time, um, all those losses could be wins. So – you know, we, we we take the good with the bad, um, and have a little perspective uh, on from from both ends. Not beat ourselves up when when you know we're we're playing pretty good defense, but at the same time, not not get too high. Where, hey guys, we 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 have a hand in these this win loss thing too, and you know, 
if we want to be the defense we say we can be, like, we, we got to take control when it matters most. So, Yeah, something uh, Coach Fabish said post-game is um, the team's resiliency. Obviously, there's a lot of things that might not go your way, but you still played the full game, you know, gave it your all the full game or week after week. So, Caden, um, I don't know if you want to start just – kind of talking about I know as captains you guys set a good example of, of being resilient but what have you seen from your other teammates uh, I, I think honestly just consistency across the board um, effort and, and, and resiliency is something that that our coaching staff preaches to us and I think that it's something that each and every one each and every player on the team takes to heart and I think that the effort and resiliency has been there um, all season you know in areas where maybe the execution wasn't as high um, as it needed to be. I, I don't think that there was ever a lack of effort or a lack of resiliency in anything that we did. Um, you know, uh, each and every game you hear teams talk about, you know, how hard we play and how tough of a team we are. Um, and, and I think that uh, all it comes down to is just matching that effort and that resiliency to execution. Um, and, and I think that we're going to have some different outcomes to, to some of these upcoming games. But uh, uh, it's definitely awesome uh, when you have a team like ours that plays as hard as we do. Um, and plays as hard as we do as consistently as we do. Um, it's it's definitely great, and it's 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 fun to watch, and it's fun to be a part of. Anyone else have anything to add to that? Yeah, I think that just boils down to, at the end of the day, you got to have a love for the game. Like, you mm -hmm. have to love going out here and playing football, regardless of what your win-loss record is. Like, I would say, like, I'm not getting on the field with anybody who's going to pout when it comes to – whether it be 10 and 0 or 0 and 10, like you gotta still love being out there with your guys. And like I tell it to the defense all the time, like there's no group of guys I'd rather be playing with. Like it's some of the most fun I've had in football. And like it's just the love of the game. It's mm -hmm. the love of the locker room. It's the love of practice. It's the love of film. It's the love of the training room. Like you gotta have all that. That all that's gotta mean something to you. If not, you'll go crazy here. Like this isn't this isn't Bama. We're not. We don't get a, a crimson carpet to walk out on mm -hmm. coming out the dorm room. Like it's a tough life. But you got to love that stuff, and it makes it all the worthwhile once you got that. So I think for us, that resiliency just speaks to the love of the game and the love of the guys we got around us uh, more so than anything else. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Just, just to echo that point, um, the resiliency is something we uh, – it's, it's, it's our expectation. You know, we'll, uh, re regardless of the situation, we're going to come out with the same energy and effort, and, uh, and that's it. Um, and just like CJ said, and, and that comes from from the love that you have for your teammates. Like, because if you're not doing that, str like straight up, you're just you're just letting one of your teammates down. Mm -hmm. So, um, that that can't happen. And um, it, it's it's easy it's easy for that resiliency to stick around when all of our guys love each other the way we do. And um, and we're we're gonna, and we're gonna keep doing going right through this thing. And we're gonna keep working. And um, there's not gonna be any any quit in in our group. And um, if there's any team um, that can get out of this thing, this this little slump we're in, um, it's us, and uh, mm -hmm. and we're and we're gonna do it. So, Absolutely. awesome. All right, before we move on from the game, we'll do our favorite tradition shoutouts. Um, we'll start with Luke. We haven't heard from Luke in a bit. Sure. Um, my shoutout is someone who's been balling all year. Um, put up another double-digit tackle performance on Saturday, Anthony Russo's. Um, just quietly has just been playing at such a high level. Um, you know, I think coming into this season, a big question was, is our linebacking core going to be as good as it was last year? Well, largely because of the absence of uh, Scott, who was, you know, 
a first team all Ivy guy and I think Ant has more than filled those shoes. I think he's playing at that type of level right now and um yeah, so I think he gets a shout out that he's deserved almost every week. I think one of the reasons our defense has been so good in the run, at least from an outside perspective, obviously I don't know all the X's and O's, has been because he's there in the middle. And, you know, I think him just continuing to be in the middle of that defense is going to allow us to do good things. Pat. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll go. Uh, and just to touch on Tony's play, I mean, Luke says it's quiet. On the defensive side, it's not quiet. <laughs> Maybe it's more because Tony's a quiet guy. Yeah, we we, yeah. we, we, we see it every we see it every Saturday, and out on the field, you, you notice that guy making plays that um, when we when we need him most. I mean, there's two or three that I can pick out of my head right now um, where I was on the field and I was like, man, he really needed to make that tackle, or else like I was gonna go. So um, shout out Tone, and uh, just another example of a guy who's uh, loves his teammates and loves making plays um, for his teammates. Um, my my shout out to him to go to the offensive side uh, just from watching. Um, two freshman guys that, that made a few plays. Um, Braden, what is it, Doherty or Doherty? Doherty. 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 Braden Doherty and uh, um, and Titus. Um, both of them had, uh, I think Titus had one or two catches, two, and I think Braden had three catches. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm I was sitting here just thinking about I don't know how many uh, uh, freshman guys have ever contributed this much in a, in a yeah. season like we mm -hmm. all on both sides special teams offense and defense we have we have a lot of guys um making great contributions and uh, it, it's it's awesome to see i think it ties the whole team together all four classes or five classes we have we have now um so yeah just uh and th those two guys in particular that i shouted out um they're both guys that are just putting their head down and working fr from the day they got here so Love shout that. out those two guys uh i'm i'm gonna piggyback off of patty because I, I you know i didn't even think to go there but now that he mentioned that um yeah I, I think to have a first year step in and make the contributions that they have not only speaks to you know kind of their dedication and and, and you know how much they study the playbook um but just kind of the, their development uh it's very hard to get on the field as a freshman in the ivy league especially with a shortened camp and and it's it's a lot to get accustomed to um, you know, freshman year, if I think back to my freshman year, you know, times can be extremely overwhelming with just academics, um, let alone football. So to have those guys come out on the field um, and be contributors um, and, and, and not, m you know, miss a beat um, in terms of the offense when those guys are out there is, is extremely valuable. And, and those two guys are going to be um, very good players, very good offensive players for Columbia football for, for many years to come. So shout out to them. Um, staying prepared, staying ready. Um, and taking advantage of the opportunity when they get their shot. Yeah, my shout-out goes to 22, Tyson Edwards, uh, battling through an injury, and uh, we're on kickoff return. And uh, I got the double team, so it's me and Scott Rosati. We're, like, double teaming this guy. He's an ogre, probably, like, <laughs> 240, 6'1". <laughs> he's just, like, like he's hard to handle in that double team. And then so I, I'm pushing him. He kind of breaks out. I'm following him. I'm tracking him. And all of a sudden – out of the corner of my eye, here comes Tyson flying in, launches the dude, his mouthpiece, fly, mouthpiece flies out, and he didn't want any all day for the rest of the day. He didn't know who hit him, so I claimed it uh, for surely <laughs> on the field, talked to, talk to my stuff. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> shout-out Tyson, man. Like Even battling through injury, he's still a missile out there. Beast. So. Love that. All right, well, before we move into the segment, I would just like to shout-out the four of you because, um, you know, with all the adversity you face, I, I loved speaking with you every week, and you guys always have great insight despite what happened on the field. So appreciate you guys for that. 
Jag One Physical Therapy is a proud partner of the Columbia Lions. With state-of-the-art rehabilitation equipment and facilities, allow us to develop a specific plan catered to each patient. The Jag One team proudly serves the tri-state area with facilities throughout Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, Westchester, Long Island, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. We're here for you. Get back the life you love. Visit www.jagonept.com. That's J-A-G-O-N-E-P-T.com for more information. Make a brilliant move to Vanderwater, luxury condominium residences in Morningside Heights. Discover an elevated approach to city living, a modern homage to old world elegance, breathtaking views of the Hudson River, Columbia University, and Riverside Church. Visit thevandewater.com today for more information. That's T-H-E-V-A-N-D-E-W-A-T-E-R.com. New York Presbyterian Hospital is one of the nation's most comprehensive, integrated academic health care delivery systems dedicated to providing the highest quality, most compassionate care and service to patients in the New York metropolitan area, nationally and throughout the globe. New York Presbyterian is consistently recognized as a leader in medical education, groundbreaking research, and innovative patient-centered clinical care. Ranked number one in the New York metropolitan area by U.S. News and World Report and repeatedly named to the honor roll of America's best hospitals, New York Presbyterian has 10 locations in the metropolitan area. For more information, visit nyp.org today. JAG-1 Physical Therapy is a proud partner of the Columbia Lions. With state-of-the-art rehabilitation equipment and facilities, allow us to develop a specific plan catered to each patient. The JAG-1 team proudly serves the tri-state area with facilities throughout Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, Westchester, Long Island, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. We're here for you. Get back the life you love. Visit www.jag1pt.com. That's J-A-G-O-N-E-P-T.com for more information. Your first sip of Athletic Brewing Company's non-alcoholic beer is a game changer. It tastes so good, you can't believe it's non-alcoholic. With a variety of craft beer styles from IPAs to sours, you can sip and celebrate alongside the Columbia Lions game-changing plays. Find a store near you or order online at athleticbrewing.com. First-time customers can use code COLUMBIA10 to get 10% off their first six-pack at athleticbrewing.com. Near beer, fit for all times. Exclusions and conditions apply. We all know what comes with being a fan, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Share a Coke with a friend. Coca-Cola, the official beverage of the Columbia Lions. We're going to switch gears. Um, it's going to be the holiday episode. We, we do one every season for Halloween and for Thanksgiving. So obviously this is the Halloween episode. So first we got to know, are you guys a fan of the holiday? Because I, I love this time of year. I love this holiday. So we got to get a vibe check. Yeah, for surely. Like Halloween, I'm, I'm, my mom was spending at least $60 at Party City every <laughs> year on my costume. So I love ever it. since I was young, there's pictures of me since I was one in costumes. That's <laughs> one of my top tier holidays. Okay, for sure. good, good. Yeah, I think Halloween's a great holiday. Okay, yeah. awesome. Uh, by holiday <laughs> season, I thought you were more going towards like Christmas coming up. I guess that's where my mind goes. Uh, I'm not the biggest uh, Halloween guy, but 
Yeah, it's cool. It, you know. fun. Uh, I'm no, sorry. Fun. I'm at sorry. All. You know, just at all. But you know, it's fine. great, and That's I know fine. a lot of people enjoy it. Um, and you know, awesome. Good. You know, different strokes for different folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I like. I'm just like such a baby when it comes to scary stuff. Oh no! So I hate scary movies. Me, like me too. Hate haunted houses. <laughs> so like that part of Halloween, I'm not a huge fan of. Uh-huh. I guess I like like the really like kid Halloween, like yeah. candy trick or treating costumes. Like I loved all that. Me and my friends did that growing up and loved it. Absolutely loved uh-huh. it. So I do like that part of it. But I, for me to say like I'm a huge fan of every part of Halloween is not true because I I'm just I'm like. A <laughs> I'm like a three-year-old kid. I just scare so easily. I hate it. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm not a big like haunted guy either. Yeah. But I but mean, I just I'm like a big the costume. The yeah. lights, <laughs> costumes, decorations. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I love all that yeah. stuff. But well, and that's why. So we're gonna have a few different parts of this. So I definitely want to talk costumes, then candy, and then I do have a, a a fun little question after. And I want you to also participate. I think I'd it'd love be to. fun. So first, let's start with costumes. What's been like maybe one of your favorite costumes or best executed costumes or maybe least favorite? Uh, CJ, we'll start with you because you, you go way back with it. Yeah, I'll probably say the Grim Reaper I had. It was like <laughs> around like late elementary school. My mom got me a Grim Reaper costume and she just took it to the max, like blood on the face, <laughs> blood on the axe. Like, and it wasn't one of those like kind of blow up axes. It was like a weighty axe. <laughs> So I would say, like, yeah, that, that one's probably, like, my favorite one looking back. Do you um, have a least favorite that you've ever done? There's this picture when I'm, like, three and I'm a pumpkin. It's <laughs> 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 <Just> like, why? <laughs> every every kid's a pumpkin at some yeah. point. Like, oh, yeah. Why am I this pumpkin? But I think that's probably, like, my least favorite one. Yeah. Um, uh. or, or the one I had last year. I, I dressed up as a crossing guard. It okay. was very last Awful. minute. Okay. Very last minute. Awful. Uh, yeah, my, my favorite – uh, just off the top of my head, um, just from last year, uh, me and some of the fellas went as like a Super Mario Bros. <laughs> that was uh, funny. Pretty, pretty well executed, <laughs> I will was, say. That was good. Uh, I, w- I was Wario. I uh, love that. Personally, um, <laughs> uh, we, had, we had Mario. We had Luigi. Were they homemade or like the store No, no, we, we, we bought them. We bought them. Question uh, on that. Did, was anyone Waluigi? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, thank we, God. We, we had Waluigi. Who was that? Was that Larson was Waluigi. Oh. Uh, I feel like he gets left out sometimes. Sessa was Luigi. That works, yeah. He went, he, uh. I flipped him. I would have flipped him, but. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I would have too. Who was Mario? uh, Rocco was Mario. That's good. And then, uh, (laughs) JT was, uh, Donkey Kong. (laughs) (laughs) And Hayden was Toad. <laughs> Those are good, yeah. man. That's good. Yeah, we had a Bowser. Raleigh was Bowser. Oh yeah, my that's god, a good fit, man. Good. You, you, you were who again? Wario. Wario. That's the one, the yellow one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You never played like uh, Mario Kart? <laughs> what? Wait, what's going on He's over there? Cool that's a, that might be a different conversation. <laughs> Mario? No oh Mario. That's nothing? like actually the greatest video game of all time. He's like, he stop. doesn't like to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, this guy's no. Well, yeah, no so, so that was pretty good. I think we have a pretty good uh, Halloween co- concept coming up here. And oh, uh, can we get any teasers or no? Okay, no. We'll, we'll be surprised. Like, no. We'll follow yeah. up afterwards. Yeah, it's kind of impressive that you get that many people to to go all in. With yeah, you. yeah. You know, we we've been pretty uh, all in, so it's uh, we gotta we gotta keep it rolling here with this one coming up. Uh, you know, it's a, gonna be a different take, <laughs> but I think it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be good. We're gonna get a few laughs. So that's amazing. My favorite that I've seen at Columbia, uh, Joey Georgie and Anthony Russo's dressed up as Rocky and w- who's Mickey. Rocky? Yeah, and Mickey. <laughs> that was uh, so funny. Yeah, That's it was funny. hilarious. And their was costumes so for what, as last minute Joey as it Mickey? was. Was Joey Mickey? 
I don't remember who. Yeah, no, I for sure. I don't remember who was. It was for sure Rocky. I remember that. Well, what's I a Mickey that. costume? Like, I'm, I'm like he had the little, towel around his yeah, neck, like a, like, a, like a cap. <laughs> yeah, on. Oh, like yeah. a little beanie, you know, yeah, the beanie yeah. that he wears. Uh, so it was a great costume, and then for his last minute, as they said it was, which you know I'm still not sure if it was his last minute as they say it was, but it was actually really well done, and it was it was pretty funny. So shout out to those two guys. Your last, they definitely planned that for months. Last ah. minute. Everyone always likes now. to say it's last minute. Oh yeah, Just, uh, it's never last. Wait, minute. but what's what's your what have you dressed up as that you uh, that you, you see? I, I'm a little bit lame. Like I was the kid that would put on like the football jersey. Oh, gosh, what are we? Doing? When I was a little bit younger, I was like maybe you know six or seven. I was really into the superheroes, so I was like loved Spider Man, loved Batman. So mm. I think I was one of those two for for one year or the other. But uh, I pretty quickly went into just kind of like a Tom Brady jersey and, oh. and called it Halloween. What are we I know, doing? I know, I know. Gosh. Oh my gosh. All right, Luke. Um, I have, like, my favorite one growing up was probably, like, obviously my name was Luke, Star Wars. That was big. So I was wow. Luke Skywalker. And then my dad, six, six, got, like, a full Darth Vader costume. So that was pretty oh, that's cool. Fun. Yeah. That was when I was little. And then my freshman year, we, uh, me and a bunch of other guys in my grade, we were musk oxes. If anybody doesn't know what a musk ox is, look that up. It's like a giant. It's like a bison, but we had like full muskox onesies. Um, Musk. This was here. Yeah, do you remember that? Nope. <laughs> it's pretty good. There's, there's some pretty good pictures out there, but that was there was like we were the herd. It was like four or five <laughs> of us. It was pretty funny. Um, yeah. Amazing. But there's some, yeah, I, we went. Musk I don't know if anybody else had like the ninja phase. Oh, uh, definitely <laughs> for sure. Where like it was ninja costumes. That was, my that was big for a while. That was big. That was, that I, was my I, I, didn't, I didn't have that one. I don't think. But ninja. My brother, older brother, went through like a WWE phase, and he was the <laughs> Undertaker one year, nice. and that was it was freaky. <laughs> All right, Steve, let, let's hear yours. Uh, for me, um, I'm a big Nickelodeon head, and I had a Ooh. I had like a streak throughout college uh, where I was going like uh, through Victorious, Drake and Josh, iCarly, those guys. I had a I had a Psychowitz costume that I loved. I had a um, uh, what was it? A uh, Tebow costume, but by far my <laughs> most well-received <laughs> costume that I loved. I was Crazy Steve from Drake and Josh. Oh my god! I brought out the the premiere theater like red vest and I had a baseball bat and I was just going around screaming at people. <laughs> people were like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like, calm That's down. Funny. I'm like, "No, it's a costume. It's okay." <laughs> they don't make shows like that anymore. No, they don't. Um, I think my favorite one. Um, two years ago, I was Dennis Rodman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have this this shirt. It's like a button-up shirt, and it has all of his hairstyles on it. Like, it's like a print with all of his hairstyles. And then I ordered fake piercings and then colored hair. So, like, I had <laughs> okay. a green strip and a red strip That's and then awesome. sunglasses. And I did a side-by-side, -side and, like, I posed just like him. <laughs> like, I love that man. So that was my favorite one. Um, very proud of that one. Um, okay, let's go to candy now. Uh, give me some hot takes, maybe – um, best and worst candies. If you're a more chocolate person or sour, like let let's hear that. Best candy is like dots. That's what? <laughs> that's that's you off the top of your head, you're going number we one. We love that with the hot dots. dots. Wow, somebody's getting they're it. They're fine. Yeah, I don't hate well, dots. They're good, but like hard candy. They're no, like they're, they're not hard. They're like chewy. They're chewy yellow bots. Oh, those ones? Those are horrible. Hor <laughs> no, you no, ever had the green one? Here's a yeah, hot they're take. not horrible. Here's a hot take. If it's not chocolate, it shouldn't even be in the top five. What is going on? I don't know. Sour patch. Like, you know, it's, it's, like it's like a niche candy. Like, maybe there's one or two sour candies that are good, but yes. like real candy Laffy is taffy? chocolate. Yeah, like that shouldn't even be in the top 20. Laffy Taffy? Laffy Taffy's elite. Like, come on, I don't know if you Laffy Taffy's elite. Like, 
like yes, it's a lead. Green Apple, That's all right. them, bro. You yeah. gotta love it, bro. Yeah, yeah. You it gotta takes you love 45 it. Forty-five minutes, you one laugh yeah, taffy, and then your jaw sore. Yeah, after. or no. if it's melted and it gets like oh. all over you. What's so. better? Easier to digest. Warheads. <laughs> what? Warheads. Yeah, like nothing about Laffy Taffy is easy to digest. <laughs> that was not made to go through digestive system. I feel like we talked about this on the boss recently. Like we did. Like about the candies, yeah. We well, talked about warheads. Oh yeah, I mean, like I know, like those uh those sour gummy worms. Like it's not really Halloween the candy. Extreme yeah, those, sour. Those, those well, it's more just like yeah, the sour gummy worms are more just like a CVS candy. Like when you're going in, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, those are uh, those are probably my favorite like candy candy. And then like Sour Patch Kids, like the, uh, the derivative of that, and then. Um, really, I'm a chocolate guy, so yeah. you know the Kit Kat, the Twix, the Kit Snickers, <laughs> Reese's, Twix, no Milky Way, Reese's, 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 Milky Way's fine. Good. Yeah. It's it's a yeah. middle of the road. Hershey's, yeah, middle of the road. The middle of the road as well. Hershey's. You said Reese's suck. Yeah, for sure. That's well, crazy. What's the who wants to eat like dots as his number one candy? What's going on? Like it's like as soon as you bite into it, the chocolate turns into like feta cheese. Like the what consistency you, sucks. What? Feta cheese. Peanut butter what in the Reese's middle. What Reese's are you eating? <laughs> it was one. It gets, down, it gets down in Houston. They're melted by the time you open them. And butter, butterscotch. What are they? Butterfingers. Yeah. Those oh. ones that used to come in, like, the Lunchables, right? Yeah, the yellow wrapper. Those suck. Blue writing. Dude. No, no. Those suck. They don't suck. Everybody but loves them. A Butterfinger and, like, a You McFlurry. probably like those 100 Grands, Coach Stillhands. I do you? like the 100, 100 Grands. grands are I always thought those, those, those were underrated. Right. 100 100 those are underrated. Are when, when, when you get the assorted, like, when people buy the assorted Halloween candy put them in the ball, right, and you and you always find like, a few 100 Grands in the, in yeah. the ball. That's punishment. Yeah. you pick. And, like, yeah. I would always, I would always, I would see them. I was like, oh, I'll take the 100 Grand over, like, whatever Hershey bar. Twix is good. Twix is good. I love Twix. Twix is How about a Crunch Bar? I, I love a Crunch Bar. A Crunch Bar is good. I love a Crunch Bar. Crunch are good. They're rare. What are you taking over there on mine? You ever get a Bunch of Crunch? That's it? Yeah. Maybe Those are. That's probably my favorite. Oh. Reese's Peanut Butter Cup? Yes. Nerds. If I'm in the mood. Okay. Yeah. Nerds. Candy like after their own conversation Nerds. Candy. Great. Great candy. The Nerds Crusters are better. Nerds Rope? Nerds Rope. I'm thinking Halloween. Okay, fair. I'm getting a box. A little bit niche. But maybe the best candy. That was like I the best. That was like yeah. the best snack bar candy. Maybe, maybe, maybe the best candy ever. Like I always ropes? used to come up with a yeah. dollar to like wreck basketball yeah. games. I'm like, give me that nerd nerds roll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the nerds in the little box though. Yeah, that's Halloween I mean, if you classic. pour those things those down the hatch. Too, yeah. Going smooth. Uh, oh, dude. <laughs> going smooth. Unreal. <laughs> Back door with a Dr Pepper. <laughs> oh my <laughs> goodness. Come on. <laughs> Y'all ever had a, like a candy coma on Halloween? Yes. Yeah. You just feel terrible. I think you just pass out. You yeah. So much candy. Like, my mom has a patient. I'm just laid out on my bed, like, in my Halloween yeah. costume, just candy wrappers all around me. <laughs> she never stopped me. All right, CJ, what are your top two? You kind of got off topic. Top two? Candies? Yeah. yeah. Dots. Laffy <laughs> Taffy. That's bottom crazy. two are. Dots is crazy. Bottom two are probably. Um, uh, what's the licorice kind of? Twizzlers, Twizzlers, Twizzlers. Twizzlers. yeah, like Twizzlers. Twizzlers are like they're eatable, but yeah, I agree. And but when I say that, I don't mean edible. Edible means you can eat it. Eatable means like you will eat it. So it's they're eatable. <laughs> um, and then I probably yeah, Reese's Pieces at the bottom. Like, Dude, oh that's, that's terrible. They hate that's on Reese's. Such a bad taste. Yeah, that's bad. You 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 were right with Twizzler. The, the Twizzler yeah. is just like. Eatable is the right word for it. Yeah. Yeah. Just like proper. The plain yeah. Twizzler, I think, like 
all the extra flavors and stuff, they do too much. Like the red Twizzler, it's like I think is pretty good. I oh, like I, I, I think it's They're eatable. good in a I pack, but the not the individual ones. The yeah, individual I agree. Ones are like I agree not with good. that. In a pack? Yeah, like nah, those are nah. That's a waste. Those are of money. better. That's a waste. One hundred percent. If you get that at the movies, like you could have bought an icy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like if you're gonna that's if fair. you're gonna eat candy and you buy a Twizzler, it's like you, you might as well have had an apple. One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. They don't, yeah. Only person I accepted from is like my great grandma. Like she loves Twizzlers. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah, let her have that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. An apple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you might have had had some fruit, you know. It's essentially the same thing. Yeah. Twizzler and fruit. Yeah, except Twizzler's like gonna kill you. You know, like that, that's <laughs> like, an apple's much better for yeah, you. Yeah. Like, so what do you? We, we you we might as well get your money's worth. We should yeah. do like best artificial flavors. After oh this yeah, one. yeah. That's after a good one. one. All right, let's hear yours, Pat. I want to hear yours. Best artif. Uh, no, candies, candies. Top two and bottom two. All right. I mean, I'll do my best here. I think I'm gonna go go to Butterfinger. Uh, that's gonna be in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> candies, it. though, I guess. I guess I'll go Sour Patch, and I'm gonna can't go wrong. I'll go watermelon if that's, that's if that's fair. on the table. No, those are it's those are it, they're just so good. Those you know, you can't smooth. beat it. Um, bottom two, I'm gonna throw the Twizzler right in there. Um, and what else? Honestly, any of those candies CJ said, pretty <laughs> bad. Um, what's one that's like dots? a candy? Yeah, dots are bad. Um, milk duds. No, milk uh, duds are great. Milk duds are milk better duds. than. Dots. Uh, what's where's Warheads? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It tends to be a little too sour, the warheads. I yeah, like them, like but it's, it's for the brave. Yeah. <laughs> it's not for those who are scared. Uh, for mine, I will go some some variation of a sour patch. Uh, watermelon, like Pat said. Um, number two, uh, Laffy Taffy. Uh, I like all there the flavors, go. including there banana. We there we go. Um, and then bottom two, Almond Joy. Oh, Almond yeah. Joy's bad. No, that's blasphemy. Oh. And... I'm going to go, this is going to be a little bit of a hot take, but like a plain Hershey's bar. Hey, there we go. No, at the bottom or the top? That. Yeah, I, I, at the bottom. I disagree. Oh, what is wrong? <laughs> yeah, I hate that. There's so well, many well, better well, chocolate well, options. There's better, the but like, it's not what? the worst. Uh, Almond Joy. Oh, you, hate that take. Yeah. Hey, do you realize like oh, all chocolates that. are based <laughs> like on Hershey's? Joy? Of course I do. Like it's the yeah. baseline. Hershey's. Right, but it, by the, by itself, it's not like, I, I like the wafer and the Twix and the caramel and the Twix. I like the wafer and the Kit Kat. It's the baseline. Well, no, it, I agree. It's like the definition of mid, but like as worst candy, a Hershey bar. You ever had it on a, like a, a a s'more? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Wonderful. Like Hershey's you can't put a Twix on a s'more. I know you're not. Why saying not? That, Have but you ever done it? Cream are good. Like what happens when the chocolate melts and then you have like this this <laughs> unedible like styrofoam of like caramel that they put in there? It's like, probably gonna taste delicious. Honestly, I've never done it because <laughs> I don't know. You know <laughs> the recipe for a s'more is a Hershey bar. I don't know if it can melt like that. Like it's kind of you probably have to smush it, and then it's like nougats and caramel. And like, I bet it tastes doing? delicious. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes you gotta stop while you're while you're ahead. Hey, I agree with you. I'm just saying. You overstimulation. Said, you, you ever said you can't? You said you can't put a Twix on a s'more. I said, why not? You put a, like okay, so you put an almond joy on a s'more. Absolutely not. I mean, you, would you put a Butterfinger on a on a Oh, smoke? my God. Oh, a Butterfinger smoke so would be amazing. Have I ever sure. done it? No. I that mean. might be one of the best ones to put on a yeah. s'more. What? I feel yeah. like that would be so Butterscotch, good. Butterscotch, yeah, chocolate, marshmallow. Yeah. Oh you know what gosh, I used to like, I've too, you guys. quickly, is the Airhead. 
Yeah. Oh, Airheads yeah. are good. Great oh, one. That's, good. That might be the definition of mid, but it's yeah. really good. Yeah. Airheads' you know, definition Certain of flavors of Airheads are really good. Yeah. What? This is the definition I mean, of mid. It's by the flavor. <laughs> oh, that's the most mid Like That's the candy you're not reaching for, but you're taking. And you get you get that mystery. You get that mystery and act like you you get a flavor that's never before been seen, but it's really one of like cherry flavors. It's cherry. It's cherry. Yeah, so my top two, to preface, I would say, like, in the refrigerator, I think chocolate isn't, like, un- unbeatable. Mm-hmm. So, like, cold Kit Kat is number one, mm-hmm. and then cold Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Uh, question, because I think the same thing, but freezer or refrigerator? No, freezer's too much, then it's too hard. I've done, like, frozen M&Ms and stuff, though. That's good. Ah, sorry to interrupt. I, yeah, don't get good. too cold. Can we yeah. talk about M&Ms being overrated? No. <laughs> For Halloween, though? No. Mid, I think it's definition of mid. It's yeah. a baseline. A good, yes, a mid. A good it's peanut M and M. Peanut M and Ms are good in a bigger package. Peanut M and Ms are peanut M and Ms are outstanding. Yeah, they're outstanding. good. Outstanding. If you get actually a small pack of peanuts M and Ms, it's like, bro, what are we doing here, though? I actually, you need a good amount for those to be worth it. On that note, those. peanut M and Ms is one of my bottom two. Oh, that's wow! Cool. That's wow! I hate that. horrible. Then the other one is Laffy Taffy. Ice. Okay, that's laugh- another horrible ice take. Cold yep. take. Another horrible take. <laughs> ice cold. Laffy Taffy is like if peanut M and M's are bad, Laffy Taffy is twice as bad. Peanut M and M's are closer to Kit Kats than Laffy Taffy is at peanut M and M's for me. <laughs> wow. Laffy Taffy is so <laughs> far in the basement. Analysis like, right there. Yo, you don't like the little riddles they put on the back of Laffy Taffy's? That doesn't mean it's a good candy. <laughs> it definitely it's helps. The whole pa- it's the whole package. It definitely helps. This helps. I think they're delicious. It's like the animals. Like, the yogurt's no different than your plate, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> the go-gurts, go-gurts. I'd rather like, you finish broccoli them. than Laffy Taffy. That's crazy. I'd rather eat wow. broccoli than a, than a Butterfinger, though. So I, I feel you on that. Bro, you're crazy. crazy. Well, Laffy Taffy just hurts sometimes. That's, That's what I'm saying. It's good. Yeah. Like, I like uh, the taste. But you don't know how to eat them. You're not supposed to chew them. <laughs> You're not supposed to chew them. You chew them initially to get them informed into a kind of like a, a smaller shape. Do you realize how insane <laughs> that is? As like I'm an just eating saying, this is like this is so much worse. <laughs> like I don't want to do this that. This is from my experience. You get it like you chew it and to compress it, and then you kind of like just like taste the flavor until it runs out. That's why you get like salt water taffy. Yeah, those, those, are those are good. good. Yeah. Those are good. All right, salt let's water taffy. <laughs> Oh, you're from dude. New Jersey, dude. <laughs> that should be like not that crazy. What is that? You don't like no, that? We gotta bring you don't know it's so water so taffies good. on the boardwalk. I'm sure you've seen them. So no. good. Oh my god, I, it's so like good. Uh, it's literally taffy that they it's, put salt water. Yeah, in it, right? but yeah. it's like a million different flavors. They're they're smaller, like they're little like circles. So you probably had it without even knowing. And they're softer. Maybe. They're softer than laffy yeah, taffy. You've so. definitely seen. They said if you if you had yeah, laffy taffy is like the. Wait, like that's like that's like oh. the gum stuff. They said no. if you haven't had them. You oh, I hate that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Saltwater taffy. They say they say they say if you never had those, you've never been to the Jersey Shore. That's what I've they had say. those. Those are gross. Oh You're crazy. My you guys ever had cowtails? No. Uh, what? No. Cowtails are good. I Look think I know. Yeah, they're like these little caramel. It's good. They're, they, they those those like granny candies, like the kind ones you of, find yeah. your grandma. Oh, grandma I love the little them. butterscotch. Those. Uh, I'm not rocking with it, Pat. That's the reason why we <laughs> call them granny candies. <laughs> <laughs> and one, one last thing: Does anyone actually like candy corn? The no. Big, the oh, biggest actually, the biggest question. That might no. be the bottom. Yeah, they're like yeah. the cousin of dots. I'm not mad at them. <laughs> All right. uh, yeah, you're right. They, they are the cousin, are the cousin of dots. I don't. I don't really have an argument. Maybe a second cousin. They're awful. I don't really like either. So. All right, before I ask our last Halloween question, I know CJ wanted to know the best artificial flavors. Blue raspberry. Uh, I was gonna be green, apple. green apple. Green apple. Green oh, apple's good. You guys. Green apple. 
100%. Blue raspberry, but sour. Green apple's good. Yeah. I'm, with, I'm on the green apple wave. I like it. Worst, I like both of those. Worst is grape. Grape, yeah. grape just tastes grape. like medicine. And yeah. apple, like anything that's like apple. Like Cherry the, Not green even. apple, but just apple. I think I apple's usually hidden, too. Like you get an apple, like... Like icy or something that that's usually hidden. It's usually green. What if you had a, yeah, green up. Like, uh, <laughs> a blue raspberry? I don't mind a blue. That's raspberry. disgusting. Over yeah, there. cola is a good artificial flavor. Cola. Yeah, that's a good one. I feel like that. Nah. My 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 cheating just, there. Just get, yeah, no, just get answer. a soda. Just get a soda. Like, what are we doing here? That's. You're saying like what cola. are you talking about, here? <laughs> bro? Icy like a cola icy. I mean yes. banana artificial flavor. Oh that's it. yeah, that, that too. Watermelon is good always. Always peach. Yeah. Has a place. Yeah. Where? <laughs> I think like peach, like peach tea. Peach tea. Is, yeah, so, yeah. Ras, blue raspberries probably. That's yeah, my number that's one. Blue raspberries. Blue raspberries are great. That's a little. That's the number one Jolly Rancher. I know. It, that's like so obnoxiously just unnatural. Imagine it's like, like yeah, a blue it raspberry. Is. It is come nowhere on, near, come bro. On. I wonder who's the first guy that like came up with it and like that's tasted me. it. It was like. Crack the code. Like. See, this is raspberry. Let's add just a bunch of blue dye. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I read something about why they did that. It's it literally is just raspberry, but it's so similar to like the color of watermelon, cherry, whatever. Yeah. That they just add the yeah. blue to just differentiate it. Wow. Is there a blue raspberry? It. No. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just raspberry. It's a blackberry, which is a whole different yeah. flavor. Yeah. 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 How about like a blueberry? Right? Like you get you mm. ever have one of those like artificial mm. blueberry muffins like. like it's just those real are fake. <laughs> those are good. Or like the little, the little ones that come in like the little yes. apples. I'd rather have called? apple. I'd rather have apple flavor, like with a little oh, apple bite in the there. Bites? No. The, the little, little bites? Oh, the little so bites. The little bites. That's not rocking with me You could actually <laughs> eat like one of the big boxes of the little You know what's great? Yeah. 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 The egg blueberry pancakes. Those are good too. Those are good too. Nah. All right. Well, the last the last Halloween thing I have to ask you guys is, I'm sure you've seen the meme. It's been, like, for two years now of, like, the spirit Halloween costumes. And it's like, oh, to be Travis Kelsey, you need a jersey. You need mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm, you need mm-hmm. Taylor Swift. Starter so, pack. Yeah, like a starter pack. Um, what would be your spirit Halloween starter pack? And don't say a football, please. I mean, that's, like, that's like a given. Yeah. That's taken away 90% of my personality. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh, so, like, to be me, this is what you yeah, need to have. Yeah, like a And, like, beanie, cl- clothing. Like, like, like any, like, yeah. clothing. Wearable, or, or accessories. S- stuff you can't leave the house yeah. without, so. Trucker hat, graphic tee, probably some shorts, uh, Nike socks, and some retro Jordans. Nice. That you can leave the house with CJ. <laughs> okay, uh, so mine is going to be started off with a pair of shorts that are just way too small. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> and then if I'm in, this, if it's like a summertime, if you're in a place where you could do it, it's like a nice pair of Birkenstocks. Oh. Um, and then if you're not, just choose the ugliest shoes that you got. <laughs> <laughs> Travel shoes. Uh, Travel shoes. Maybe like um, a nice band T-shirt. Okay. ACDC. Uh, whatever, whatever you got. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think like headwear. Nothing, um, and, cool. then, and then yeah, I, th- I think th- I think you're pretty much well on your way. Nice, yeah. love it. Uh, I'm gonna go with a pair of joggers. Uh, graphic tee, as CJ said, is some sort of graphic tee. Uh, pair of like Nike shoes, Nike Dunks, something like that. Uh, and 
Nike socks. I, I, I think that that's my go-to. We bring out the retro, Caden. We could throw in some earrings there, too. Oh, hey, easy, <laughs> easy. <laughs> hey, whoa, what Caden was this? You didn't know that? Oh, Studs yeah. or hoops? Studs. Why'd you go away from it? Long story. Oh, yeah. it's a great it's a good story. story. We'll t- I'll tell you. You got really? the finance. It's a great. No, 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 no. no. I, I took him out. I probably only year. had him probably three months into freshman year, and then I took him out. <laughs> OT style, huh? Yeah. OT kind of. Oh, no, he doesn't have any. He doesn't have any. He said, I, I, we were talking about it uh, at dinner the other day. I was like, dude, I mean, because, you know, we, we, we chirped him for the year. Yeah. I was like, yo, you really let us, our chirps get to you? And he was like, no, dude, it's, it's just like when you get fat, the earrings look bad. <laughs> he said, I'm putting him back in once I lose the weight. Yo, once OT, like, finishes football, bro, he's going to be, like, the most motivated man to lose some weight. <laughs> yeah, he does not like it. That's great. Um, I think for mine, because, I mean, I really just wear whatever. Um, Maybe, like, six-inch stilts. You know, you could hide another pants. That probably <laughs> That's good. a good one. Just – some wig with just bed head, um, just like long bed head, maybe like five o'clock shadow, like really, really just unkept. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, you know, probably shorts, you know, a T-shirt and like the blue travel shoes or <laughs> flip-flops maybe. I like in it. the summer, it's flip-flops. In the winter, it's the blue flip travel flops. shoes. Oh I love the travel shoes. <laughs> Steve, what's yours? What's your starter pack? I feel like for me, I have like, two distinct ones one for like summer spring one for when it's cold um it's always for this like a baseball cap or a winter knit cap when it's cold and sweatshirt or just a graphic tee depending on the weather uh then sweatpants or just like cargo khaki shorts and then in the summer i'm known for doing socks and slides i don't know how many people like doing that it's not good it's not a good like nike slides yeah like the ones that like are just kind of go over your foot yeah (laughs) it's all right i just get low cut socks or high low cut okay no i'm with that i'm with that i i don't like to just i just don't like to put on shoes just like waste my time so i I mean if i'm like going somewhere nice we're putting on shoes but like if i'm just like going to the supermarket it's just slides just commit to the no socks. Nah. I, I kind of like the socks. You got to do that to everybody. I'm not wearing socks. Once you right commit now. to the no socks <laughs> with, with the with the breathable uh, shoes, it's it's. Are you ripping? Birkenstocks are good. Is he ripping it right well, now? No, well, no. I mean, I can't wear no socks in the cold, and like I'm not gonna wear no socks with sneakers. Yeah. I'm saying like in the summertime, like I I take every chance I get to take my socks off. Yeah, that's criminal. That'd be a good one for my starter kit. No socks. Yeah. I very Whoa. rarely wear socks. Especially with shoes in it. Sometimes is what? Yeah, very yeah. unpleasant. I'm not wearing socks right now. <laughs> Your feet sweat? Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Luke. That's uh, not uncomfortable? I mean, I guess I've grown used to it. Oh, I mean, gosh. So, like, you don't buy socks? I just hate, like, putting on socks in the morning. It's, no, I have a whole thing of just clean socks. They're so tedious. You, you get them, like, low-cut. They're easy. Like, the low-cut. like 100%. Get, like, the it's packs hard. to where you can, like, pull them out of the pack. Like, you don't even buy it's, them. I guess, like, I've had low-cut in the past, but I guess I just didn't get the right size because they're, like, they weren't big enough. They would kind of slip down. Slip down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, too, I guess I need, like, That's no good. Yeah, extra sure. large low-cut. Yeah, you got to get the right size. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. I'm not changing now. I'm going to probably wear too no late, socks yeah. with my sneakers the rest of my life. Don't change. Be who you are. Columbia sure you were? 14. Yeah, me too. Columbia Lions lineman starter pack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blue travel shoes. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Some type of short. Some type of gear up top. 
Usually yeah. the one Caden's wearing. Always team issue. Always, oh, always so team, team issue. <laughs> Shout out Ryan Carr and Luke's got it on right now. Team issued camo hat. The camo hat was probably <laughs> the greatest gift to offensive line. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they love it. And then it's never complete without a Chef Mike sub in their right hand. Yeah. <laughs> they That's move in herds. They, they move in herds to Chef Mike's. That's shuffle like stuff. shuffle. Yeah. I saw Lil and uh, I knew he coming out of Chef Mike's today. It's unspoken. Like yeah. y'all just meet up there. That's where y'all spawn <laughs> at. He's <laughs> unspoken. I mean, I knew he any type of food in his hand. That guy's <laughs> eating 24-7. That's amazing. Well, that was very entertaining, so thanks for that. Um, and now we'll just look ahead to the weekend. Um, first time we're not playing in the rain. So <laughs> are you guys excited about that? Don't speak too soon. Really? Don't speak too soon. Knocking on wood right now. Because uh, about three days ago we said we were. At this oh, point, shoot. it's just yeah. become normal. Yeah. Used to it. Um, it changed. The forecast changed like yesterday. So, I mean. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. I, it's look, we're all checking. I probably played in like <laughs> a handful of rain games my whole career. If you take out this year, mm-hmm. and probably like two if you take out the Northeast out of my football equation. So it's definitely been like different. I'm I think we talked about that on the first pod yeah. how there was like yeah, you guys really did, haven't played many rain yeah, games, did, or <laughs> and then it turned into every we rain and it. snow game. Yeah. Like I haven't put my visor on since Lafayette, and I paid like. Shout out Don Busby. I got a discount from Oakley. But, like, I paid some money for that. Like, I'm not <laughs> put that on. I got the prism visor. Like, That's funny. Come on now. Yeah, uh, I like playing in the rain, so uh, I'm going to miss it, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, Aww. so like Aaliyah said, um, the road trip rolls on. Ivy League schedule rolls on. Uh, taking on Yale on Saturday at noon. Uh, we'll go around the room and just kind of what to expect um, in another conference matchup. Uh, if anybody wants to go first, you can lead it off. Yeah, I'll start us off. Um, yeah, I think, you know, um, Yale is a team that we haven't beat since 2018. So I think whenever you have an opportunity to go in and play a team um, that you haven't beat, I think that there's always extra motivation there. Um, and then from an offensive uh, standpoint, I think that um, just an emphasis on finishing drives. Um, I thought that, like I, I had mentioned earlier, I thought that we made some, some nice explosive plays on the field against Dartmouth. I think that um, just kind of a common theme that y- we've kind of seen throughout the season is just not not finishing drives. So I think that a big emphasis this week it just needs to be, um, you know, making those great plays that, that we, we know we're capable of making, but just um, um, capping it off w- with a touchdown or with a field goal coming out of the red zone um, with some points will be um, a big emphasis for the offense, uh, especially – you know, to take take a little bit of uh, pressure off of our defense. Um, you know, I've, as you've mentioned, they've played so well this season. And, um, you know, I think that as soon as the offense starts finishing some drives and, and really starts putting some points on the board and we start um, helping those guys out, it's just going to work better in our favor. So that's that's all I got. Um, yeah, I'll largely echo what Caden said. Um, you know, Yale is pretty, at least in my opinion, at least the last – Two years I played them, they're pretty similar um, on defense. You know, they got good good guys up front. They have a good D-line. Um, you know, their linebackers are turning from last year. So, it'll be a good a good contest. Um, but, yeah, we just need to finish. We need to finish our drives. We need to execute when it matters. And I think we'll have a different outcome, which I fully believe that we can do that. Um, yeah, I mean, like Caden said, this is one of – the teams, one of the two teams I've never beat in my career here, so I really want to go up there and get a win this weekend, and I think I think we'll be ready. Awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, Yale offers a, just a different challenge. Um, 
and to, from a defensive perspective. Uh, it's a cool thing. Just I just quickly ran through like the different teams in the league, um, and all of them do like slightly different things on offense. Um, so it's like a new challenge every week. And when I brought up that uh, how Dartmouth and Penn are uh, kind of opposites, um, and how we played. Uh, relatively well against both of them, and I think that was a cool thing. Now, now Yale's an entirely different animal. Um, well what they could do with their quarterback, and uh, they have some explosive receivers and running backs. So, um, I'm going to watch film right after this, so I'll have a better idea. But um, it's a uh, it's a new challenge, and um, I think we're going to take it as such. And you know, Yale last year was one of our our games uh, where we didn't really perform. Uh, great against um, them last year. So it's going to be another opportunity for some get back and hopefully put out a better product this year like we have uh, pretty much universally against the teams where we kind of um, didn't play our best last year. So hopefully uh, see a new result um, than we have in the last few weeks and uh, against them last year and um, play great team defense like we've been doing for the most part this year. Yeah, i say they got the returning Ivy League player of the year with their quarterback, uh, he plays an exciting brand of football, makes college football look like Pop Warner. So hopefully we got a boring game on Saturday. I think that's the goal, make it boring, because once mm -hmm. he gets high flying, he gets moving around, um, he tends to get lucky a lot of times and uh, what he finds. He plays the game at his own pace. So trying to make it a boring game, as boring as we can possibly can, because if we make it entertaining, that means we're doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. Love it. All right. Well, thank you guys again for joining us and um, looking forward to, to Saturday. And once again, you can catch the game on ESPN+. Plus. Um, it is at noon against Yale. And like Leah said, we appreciate everyone out there for listening, and we will catch you guys again next week.